0: Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette. Today we're talking with three local nonprofits, Opus, Center Stage Theater, and Adopt. You're watching Spotlight, and today I'm joined by Karen Doe from Opus. So welcome, Karen. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm delighted to. Um, and we're going to start right off with getting to know a little bit about Opus. So give us a bit of
1: information. Opus is an organization that brings chamber music as well as orchestral music to the Naperville community. And we do it by bringing in students who want to learn music and to improve their musical skill as well as their social skills. Opus, as we had discussed, is a not-for-profit and it was founded as a grassroots organization um, many years ago with parents who wanted to start and bring in more musical options for their family. I've been so lucky to sit and listen to some of the music and I've
0: had a lot of friends who have had students who have gone through that school and and as you talk about it it's just that whole experience of not just improving your music right but really having that social interaction that I think is so unique to the musical community.
1: Yes definitely and Um, One of the things that we do with our program is that Opus, Opus Summer Camp is a comprehensive program. And what we do is we bring in kids who play very stringed instruments. So we're looking at kids who are ready to play a violin, a viola, a cello, or a bass. And we also bring in kids who play piano, they play flute, they also play the clarinet, and they also play the harp. And once we bring these kids in, we separate them into very small ensembles. So we're looking at groups of anywhere between two to six players. And what's exciting about this is that we do not have any prerequisites for kids having had Um, Chamber Music experience already. Oh, that's exactly, so they just can come in no matter where they're at. Yes, they can come in. Um, We do have an audition process to make sure that they do know how to read a little bit of music, but what we really want them to do is to have a love for music, to be willing to learn, and to also make friends at the camp.
0: That's wonderful. So you're actually taking kids, likely, that maybe don't know each other, have never interacted, and you're just breaking them down into these small groups?
1: Well, that's exactly it. And what we find out is that we actually have a very high return rate among kids. Some of the kids, at first, when they first come for their very first time, they are nervous and they're afraid that they don't know anybody and that they're going to be alone but what ends up happening is that we have a high return rate and I think that attests to the fact that our camps are designed to interact and once the kids start to interact with each other they feel comfortable and they come to the camp um, the following year as a parent I have a child who has been to the camp four years The very first time that he went, he did not know a single soul. And he met two other boys who now have gone to every single camp that he has. And the great thing about Opus is that we are a huge community. And my son goes to various music events throughout the community and he sees these boys. So it's nice to have friends who um, may not um, know you from school but who are friends with you because of a shared interest. Yeah, you're connecting in the community. And I mean,
0: you know, hats off to your son for going to something where you know nobody. And I think as you talked originally about that whole social skills and the socialization, I mean, that's a huge, that's difficult for adults to do sometimes, right? So as a child to go Mm -hmm. in and go to an environment where they don't know anybody but are drawn through with this love Mm -hmm. of music, that's an
1: amazing experience. And something that plays out, I'm sure you see it in other Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. And what's really exciting about OPUS is that the way our program is designed, it's not just chamber music, but it's much more than that. And one of the workshops that I'm really excited about is our Arts Connection workshop. And what that is, is that it takes um, kids and they join this workshop, they go every day of the camp, and they make a project. And what this project is, is something that connects them to music and helps them to become a better musician. And the four choices that they have, this is an elective. So the four choices that they have for the Arts Connection Workshop are music arranging, composition. There's also something where they can do videography. And the final choice that they have is electric instruments. And they will actually learn the basics of playing an electric instrument.
0: That's, a, I mean, that sounds a, a, such a good experience and I'm sure so enjoyable. And you've got those camps coming up this summer. Can you say a yes. little bit about when or how we go about
1: registering? Okay, sure. So the camp is going to be from July 28th through August 3rd, and the registration is online. If anybody is interested in finding out more information or if they would like to register um, based on this um conversation, yeah, this yeah. Conversation. then what we'll do, what they can do is they can go to our website.
0: So tell me a little bit. Now, I know that last year you rolled out this brand new concept that was for seniors and veterans. Yes. That's something I know you're doing again this year. But give us a little bit about how did
1: that come to be and, and, and why? We really wanted to reach some of the... Um, disabled as well as veterans and senior citizens who might not be able to go out to see a beautiful concert and hear music. And so what we decided to do is we decided to roll out this concert and it was a hit. Um, We were so amazed by the warm reception that we received and uh, we decided to do it again this year. So this year we are going to be having the concert on August 5th at 2 p.m. It's a Monday. And we are going to be giving tickets free of charge to seniors, veterans, and the disabled in our community
0: oh that's lovely and I'm sure not only I mean I know the music that your students do is just beautiful but I mean it's not only a wonderful opportunity for that audience to hear but I would imagine that really touches the hearts for the kids to see the impact that that music is having on that community
1: yes definitely it's one of the, our most popular concerts yeah,
0: yeah yeah well that's wonderful and again we can go online to register and yes. uh, for the summer camps happening end of July and then the concert happening in August for the seniors, disabled, and the veterans. Yes. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming by and giving us a little bit more information about OPUS. Okay, great. Thank you. If you are interested in learning more about OPUS and their summer workshops, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay with us. We'll be right back with more Spotlight.
2: BUCY, Our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. BUCY, your dream, our promise.
3: Stay up to date on what's happening in our neighborhoods and schools at City Hall and all across town with NCTV 17 News Update. Email directly to your inbox once a day, Monday through Friday. This two-minute video not only tells you the latest news, but shows it to you, all at your fingertips. And that's what's happening right here in Naperville. And the best part, it's free. So sign up today at NCTV17.com slash subscribe.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Winnett, and joining me now from Center Stage Theater are Candice Hernandez and Chloe Pusateri. So, welcome! Thanks for having us. Oh, Candy, it's always good to have you back here with us, so we appreciate you stopping by. Thanks. And we're gonna start right off, talk about Center Stage Theater, explain to people what it is, where you're located, and what you do.
4: Well, it's a beautiful theater uh, that has been there since 2010. Uh, it is the home to Kids Cabaret that a lot of people maybe have heard of before where we do all our shows there, and also the home to center stage players. But the unique thing about center stage is that it can be pretty much what anybody needs, uh, a venue for uh, a recital or a venue. We have dance recital. Um, Von Heidecke coming in. We do rentals there. So it really serves many purposes, and in that space, We have the Center Stage Theater, which has about 160 seats, and we have the Black Box Theater, which seats about 75 in a cabaret style. And then we have the Spotlight Theater, which is really great for stand-up comedians, improv, small bands, and it seats about 125.
0: Yeah. It's an incredible space. We do our game on there, which we love. Um, You're always so accommodating to us with all the cameras. But um, (laughs) what is always interesting to me is the wide range of uses that you have in that space. I mean, everything, like you said, from improv to comedy to full-on productions. I mean, it's a lot. And and home, obviously, like you said, to Kids Cabaret, which is putting every child center stage. Right. Right. But the thing is, that Center Stage does because
4: it's small and then we have the need to pay our rent is it does open up for a lot of, I think it was Ray Kinney might have said that we're the incubator theater for the space because it's small enough and affordable enough for everybody but if you have written a play or um, uh, we just did a songwriter showcase where people who have written songs were able to come in and. You can't really be a songwriter unless you perform in front of right. someone. Somebody so sings your song. Yeah, or you or somebody else. I mean, else. you could be the best
0: comedian, but if nobody's <laughs> laughing, then I guess you're not.
4: So it's opening that space up for people to use, which yeah. I think makes us unique.
0: Yeah, it's a wonderful, and you've done so much renovation. I know. I know. You personally, I, I mean, you're I always in there working so yeah. hard. I mean, it's an incredible space right there on Quincy and lots of parking, so that's always a yeah. wonderful piece too. But Absolutely. it's sort of, you come in and you just kind of weave your way
4: through. Well, seeing is believing. It yeah. is an industrial space on the outside, but on the inside, it's oh, no. really beautiful. Yeah,
0: it is quite something. Um, so Chloe, now you're part of what Candy referred to the center stage players. Yes. So give us a little bit of a update on what that is and, and what you've got coming up in terms of performances.
5: Yeah, so it's their audition groups. So when you go through kid's cab, usually you kind of move up and then you go in the center stage players. And our upcoming shows for the summer are Frozen, which is July 12th and 14th. <laughs> and right, that'll be awesome. Super family friendly. You get to meet the characters after the show. And then our other show is Amelie. And that one is July 14th through 16th. And that one is just, it's basically about a little French girl who like goes on a bunch of adventures and tries to be kind to people. And it's its a really sweet show. It's an awesome program. Nice.
0: So two very different kinds of shows, right? Yeah. So now what's the audition process like?
5: Yeah. So it's not too tough. You go in there, you usually do a song or a monologue or two. And um, you're just with Megan. So it's pretty... You know, it's nice, and you know her, so it's good. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. and then you just, you do your audition, and then you're out, and it feels really good after. It's And she usually gives some feedback and stuff, too, so it's, yeah, it's really helpful. Okay, and
0: so unlike, if I'm sort of following this along, unlike uh, Kids Cab, where we've got 13 Elsas in a production, right, right. <laughs> right? In the center stage players, there's one Elsa. One cast. Is that right? Yeah, okay, yeah. one so it cast. it has that
5: competitive piece to it, which is you know, something you don't get in Kids Cab, so yeah. it's interesting, yeah. But
0: that's also part of that educational journey, right? Completely. For you as you're, yeah. as you're working on mm-hmm.
5: that. Yeah.
4: And when we pick shows for center stage players, maybe not Frozen, that's kind of commercial that, that we do for the public, but when we pick our adult-themed type shows, it's really helping them train because many of them are going to go and study this in college. So giving them works of uh, parts that they might not get in high school. So this is something a little bit different. We've done Chicago and Bear, Rent, uh, Spring Awakening, a little bit um, stronger subject matters, but things that when they go to prepare for acting school in New York uh, or California, they're going to be more prepared for that.
0: Yeah. Well, they've sort of experienced it in a safe
4: place. Exactly. And actually, that's past experience for myself. I went to New York after graduating Bradley University and was, you know, Oklahoma all the way. And I was a little not ready for what I experienced in New York and knowing that my my kids my center stage players' kids are going to experience those things starting here when they're at home with their family. It's it's a good launching pad for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that the whole preparation. I mean, obviously, you had that firsthand experience, but. Mm-hmm. Practice, practice, preparation. Right? right. That's then that fear of getting out there yeah, and yeah, doing you it. You know you can do it. Yeah, yeah I've absolutely. Been a part
5: of all of those shows, and it's been such a growth experience for me. Just from like my first show, which was Heather's, right, up to my last one, which was Chicago. It's been like night and day difference right. for me, and I've learned so much from and doing those And the
4: competition is the talent, I guess I should say. It's incredible because Chloe, I don't know when you started with me at Kids Cabaret, fourth grade. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't talk the kid was shy Mm -hmm. so building that confidence then the confidence comes then the talent comes and chloe is extremely talented and i'm going to toot her horn (laughs) and actually put a plug in for naperville central because she'll be playing velma Uh uh,
0: at her school show so when it spills out
4: even into your (laughs)
0: your uh real world i guess it's it's nice well and that really feeds to your philosophy of growth at the whole child and coming through candy i know You're, um, and we talked a little bit about your space and the fact that people could rent it and there's lots of different pieces. But one of the exciting pieces that's coming up is the anniversary of King's Cafe. So talk a little bit about why King's Cafe, what that means to you, and 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 how that fits into what you're doing.
4: Well, we've always sold concessions at our shows. uh, And my father has, if he taught me one thing, it was to be a, a great host. And he loved that philosophy. If someone comes into your home, here's a glass of wine, here's you know something to eat. So uh, after he passed away, uh, my grandmother gave me a grant that was improvement of space kind of thing. And so I thought, let's build out our concessions and open King's Cafe. It's named after him. And we interviewed other catering companies because I certainly wasn't going to go in there and cook, <laughs> but other places that could um, maybe take over the cafe. And we interviewed Terrell, and uh, we have Chef Terrell, and many people know him from the community. Uh, he owned Dark Horse Pastries. He now is our chef. And yeah. he's open 11 to 8, Tuesday through Saturday. He's open at all of our shows. And uh, we just started Grubhub. So that's kind of unique and fun, too. That's
0: great. But
4: he, this basically, he takes over the cafe and he runs that. But he donates back to us. So it supports the theater as well. Yeah, and we don't starve.
0: Yeah, no, and and you don't want to be a starving actor. <laughs> no, you do an not. Actor. That's, that's, that's a good That one. will be coming yeah. later. <laughs> yes. So, so let's not starve to begin. Now. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, and I think what's so lovely about that too, right? Is the space is great. Um, it brings your family that whole piece, you know, back center stage. Right. Um, really and done. he does a really wonderful yeah. job, and so it's yes. really nice. Now, you mentioned something to me before, and I just want to put a plug in on this. You also do karaoke nights. Ah,
4: yes. We just started that. Again, people can come in and have dinner with Chef Terrell. It's on Wednesday nights 7 to 9. Open for anyone usually a lot of adults. I get some high school students in there too to uh, warm up their pipes and have a
0: great time. 7 to 9 p.m. on Wednesdays. Wonderful. Well thank you so much for coming by. We know it's a terrific theater. It's a great opportunity to go see some amazing performers, uh, rent out the space, have some excellent food whenever (laughs) and always a joy to be with you and if you would like to learn more about how you can rent out center stage theater, audition for the center stage players, upcoming performances or drop by King's Cafe for some great food, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, stay tuned, we're coming right back with more Spotlight.
2: Our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise.
0: Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Winnett, and I'm joined now by Amy Wolf and Dave Myers from Adopt. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Look at you. I love the yellow shirt. That's awesome. And and you brought a couple of friends with you. So why don't we start out with some introductions? Sure. Um, I have Hembry here. Uh, Hembry is about
6: a two-year-old cat that we have at the shelter, Uh, came in fairly recently with his sister. Um, they were both competing to be on the show, but he won Okay. he was good to a little know. more friendly with the dog, <laughs> Okay, so he got his moment of fame.
0: Oh, nice. Well, we like to give every animal their moment of fame. <laughs> Maybe his sister can come on next time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and who have you got, Dave? I
3: have Ellie, and Ellie picked Hembry, obviously. Um, Ellie is a transfer from a Kentucky Shelter. She's 11 years old. She's beautiful. She's about 55 pounds. And she's looking to be adopted.
0: Okay. She's just the
3: sweetest thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, she's been lovely ever since she got here, right? Yeah. Absolutely. so Absolutely. Nice. So nice. So we'll start out with you, Amy. You know, you guys are experiencing this wonderful thing called a 30th anniversary. We are. Right? That's a big milestone. Um, so talk a little bit about how the shelter has really, how's it evolved over three decades? Oh, it's been Great
6: change. Uh, We started out all volunteer, all foster, so we didn't even have a building when we started back in 1989. And it took us about 10 years before we were actually able to get the building that we have now. And it's uh, been great since then. We've been able to add on several programs, um, do a lot of things in the community, rescue thousands of animals over the years. So it's it's really been great to see that development. Even while I've been there, you know, at the shelter, I've been volunteering for about 14 years and been on the board for about three. Just seeing the development since I've been there, it's been amazing.
0: Yeah. Now, remind our viewers where you're
6: located. Uh, we're on Industrial Drive in Naperville. Um, just kind of. Just at the end of the of industrial drive if you head to the train tracks on industrial drive right before you hit the train tracks That's where we are.
0: You do a great job though of finding forever homes for for animals But you do yes. a lot of other programming and I think that's important that the viewers know a little bit about that So give us yes. some examples of what you do.
3: So well, like you said Jane in addition to adopting out some great cats and dogs and the occasional ferret and a rabbit um, we have a spade and neuter program. Okay. So since uh, 2009, we started the program. We've uh, spayed and neutered over 10,000 animals, which helps control the pet population. Like I said, they're low cost. So the average cat, I believe, is 40 to $50, and the average dog is about $100. Okay. And those can be made by appointment by calling the shelter. And then um, also we have our uh, low-cost vet clinic that we have the first and third Wednesday of every month you can bring your dog or cat in, and we provide basic vaccines for your dog or cat. And um, it's just a great, great program. And then lastly, we have our Blessed Bonds program, which um, if you become, uh, let's say incapacitated or hospitalized for some uh, period of time, we'll go ahead and uh, provide your dog or cat shelter uh, for a temporary time until you've uh, become uh, are you able to take care of your dog yeah. or cat again?
0: Well, and I think that's, uh, you know, that's something something people maybe don't think yeah. about, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and particularly if you're by yourself, maybe you're in the area, you don't have family, you don't have somebody else that can support you in that, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's my exactly. favorite program. Yeah. Like, I, I just
6: adore that program because you never know what could happen in your life. And to have to, these are family members to most people. And right. you don't have to give them up. That You just can say, I have somebody else who's going to love them and take care of them for the limited time that you need that.
0: So Amy, obviously these programs, I mean, you're offering a lot of services. uh, They add up, they're expensive. So tell us a little bit about how you fund them and what some of your efforts are in that fundraising capacity.
6: Sure, Uh, it costs about $640,000 a year to run the shelter. Um, And we really are supported by the community, by uh, the clinic that Dave mentioned, by uh, donations, by membership fees, uh, and by all of our events. Um, We've got several annual fundraising events like our Walkathon, which happens every May. Lovely, Um, I love the shirts that you're wearing. Yes, we're wearing our Walkathon shirts. Yeah, that's awesome. Making strides for strays, I like it. It's a great (laughs) tagline. So, yeah, really, it's through the community, through just people caring about the animals and caring enough to support us.
0: Yeah. Well, and then it's also obviously stewarding that and making sure you make it go as far as it can, right? Exactly. Yes. Definitely. Now, Dave, uh, in addition to, you know, those kinds of fundraising efforts, what can the community do to come alongside you and, and support you, perhaps in other ways beyond just financial?
3: Well, we're always looking for volunteers. That's one of our, that's really the engine that drives ADOPT. So... We currently have about 260 volunteers, active volunteers that contribute in many different types of ways. So we have people who do dog and cat care, as far as like taking, uh, just taking care of the dogs, cleaning kennels, feeding, uh, getting water, that type of thing. There's also uh, different types of front desk people that we need that uh, will take care of phone calls and and stuff like that. Um, In addition. There are uh, fundraisers. We need people to represent at fundraisers. We need people for outside events. So we're constantly looking looking for different volunteers.
0: Yeah. Um, Variety of different ways that you can connect in that. And for those that love animals, a great way to engage with them, but do it to good service, right?
3: Yes. And get a little therapy
0: out of it too. You know, spend some time with the animals. It's definitely good
6: therapy. Yes. Yes.
0: For them and for the humans, right? Yes. Yes. So Amy, any last thoughts for us as we wrap up here? Uh, no, we just want to make
6: sure that, you know, you know, that we're here. There's so many other animal shelters in the area and they all do good work. But uh, again, you know, we're here and we're completely supported by the community. So whatever you can do to help out visit the shelter, spend some time with the animals, or provide support and otherwise, that would be great.
0: Okay, and let's see if we can get these two lovelies (laughs) adopted (laughs) before the end of the show. So if viewers would like to adopt these animals uh, or find out other ways that they can volunteer or donate to adopt, please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you want to learn more about the organizations featured on today's show, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update, like us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jay Mouinette. Thank you for watching.